Gaming on the Frontier. This is Bruce. This is Trab. And this is Jonathan. And Gabri. Oh, thank you, Gabri. <laughs> Tonight we have a guest, uh, Gabri Torn, and we're going to yeah. be, and this is uh, Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast where people from entirely different countries want to go and come and join your game or have you join theirs. So, uh, well, uh, this week we are talking to uh, Gabri Torn, who is, uh, we're going to talk to him like where he's from. He is a uh, basically a remote gamer and GM. We have a, uh, a guest tonight, uh, which is Gabri Torn, and he is a GM who, as I was told, lives in a, a van and does, yeah. when he isn't doing his uh, real job, he actually runs gaming for people all over the place, other countries, uh, whatever. And he's going to tell us what being a remote GM uh, and living the van life is all about. Yeah, there is, uh, to start, there is uh, a little misunderstanding in this. I don't do uh, remote GM. I, I play game uh, at the table with people in Italy. I travel around and meet players. Oh, okay. okay. So, okay. So, traveling GM. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. That's fine too. You, you know, but because you live uh, in your van, you, you, you're not limited to just the people in a metropolitan area. You can, you can basically have groups all over the place. Yes. Right. So, okay. Uh, so, why don't you tell us a little bit of something about yourself, Gabri? You know, like, you know, like, obviously, you're over twenty-one. Uh, so uh, you live uh, you live in Italy, right? Yeah, yeah, I live in Italy. Okay, and uh, I live in my van, of course. And what kind of van do you have? Sorry, what kind? Of... What kind of van? Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, it's a Ford Transit, and uh, inside is uh, basically a camper, camperized van. I, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's correct. So oh, no, we... no, Gabri, I have seen them. Uh, my roommate does a lot of research on van life here in America and elsewhere. No, I've seen them. Some of them can be quite exquisite inside. They just have yeah. a full hookup. Yeah. So is it one of those sort of taller vans? Yeah. Can you stand up in your van? Yeah, 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 I can, I can. Uh, not in wall ban, uh, van. Uh, where is the bed? I can't stand up. Uh, but uh, in the half uh, with uh, uh, the kitchen, uh, the fridge, and the bathroom, I can, I can uh, stand up. Okay. Okay. Right. So, about how long is your van? It's about six meters. Okay. So, for the American people, that's around about twenty feet. About <laughs> sorry, twenty, about sorry, 20 but, uh, feet. No, I, it's I fine. Can, I can't calculate. I can't calculate in, in feet. No, that's okay. <laughs> we'll do it meters. for you. Yeah. So around, yeah. It's around twenty feet. So it's a relatively short van. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it uh, because uh, I can park in uh, car places. Okay, so I can basically sleep everywhere. 
Great. And uh, speaking of sleeping, so uh, do you just do you literally just sleep anywhere or do you prefer to go to campsites or what's because I don't know how they do it over in uh, Italy. You know, over in America, we have like uh, areas that are, um, de you know, designated as as. Yeah, Free. yeah, we we have to, we have to. But uh, I prefer uh, not to camp uh, in uh, specific places uh, for camping. But I prefer to 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 stay in 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 the nature, okay, uh, in the, into the wild. <laughs> so you like to go into into basically the uh, rural areas and such. Yeah. Okay. Do you go to, I mean, do they have national parks in Italy? Do you go there? And do you go to other countries? Do you go to like France or, or Switzerland no. or? No, 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 no. I, I, I stay only in Italy okay. uh, now because, uh, okay, I can talk English with you. Uh, I can talk English, uh, but uh, I don't know if uh, I can uh, run a game in English. A uh, world game. Uh, I I don't know. I, I I never tried. Okay. Okay. But uh, okay. So um, yeah. Was, uh, since you since you don't operate remotely, you know, I, uh, I originally thought that you like you might just travel. You know, say, hey, I want to go over to where the skiing is. So I'll go into Italy, and then we're there. I'd be contacting my people back in in in, in Italy from Switzerland and running games. But you are physically going to their locations. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, and and what is your profession? Uh, my profession, uh, I do, um, I sell for uh, different uh, e-commerce. Some of them uh, they sell uh, uh, role-play games too. Okay. And, and when you say you sell, I mean, how does I sell that work? online? I I um, I help uh, uh, with the sponsors uh, uh, sponsorship because uh, uh, basically I I own. Uh, one of the uh, largest uh, community of role play game here in Italy. Wow. Uh, about uh, oh. 100 uh, 100,000 people and and so I I can uh, uh, do a lot of uh, commercial very well. Okay. So like you own a when you say you own a, a community, I mean is yeah. this, uh, is this like a do you like run a convention or you know, I, I run I run a convention too. Uh, it's called uh, Parma Nerd, uh, obviously in Parma, uh, the city mm -hmm. from uh, from from which the, the Parmesan, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Is. oh, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, not only uh, I am the admin uh, of this community, uh, which is called uh, uh, Sesso Droga D&D. In Italian, uh, in English, is sex, drugs, and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> and you know, I have a Facebook, Instagram, Facebook group, uh, very large Facebook group, uh, very large uh, in, um, Telegram group uh, of my community. Also, um, I've done not uh, not now, but. Uh, in the past, I've done uh, also uh, Twitch online uh, uh, sessions, but but not now. Now uh, I travel with my van and uh, I meet personally players. Okay, see now, Trav. You know this is this is like the Seinfeld episode. You know where you know uh, uh, I'm not going to talk about the episode, but it's 
it's like here I thought, you know, I, I was talking to some guy who, you know, lives in his van, drives around and and runs games for people, you know, as as he basically just lives the freebooting life. And it turns out that basically we have we're talking to one of the big names in RPG in Europe. In Italy, of course. In Italy, of course, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, the, the, the tagline on that Seinfeld episode is like, accidentally f discovering plutonium. <laughs> <laughs> they who know, know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so uh, we are very, the, the, uh, let, let me be the first. We are very honored to have you on our podcast. Uh, so, uh, so I guess, uh, and I guess I know what jazzes you about your life because you know you have uh, all these, uh, you know, you're basically a big sales guy and you're promoting your community and all this stuff. So that's great. You know, we we hope that at the end of this, you can basically uh, uh, send us all your links, and we'll be glad to add that to our uh, podcast links uh, on our. Our yeah, episode. yeah, yeah, of course, of uh, course, of course. Okay. okay. Uh, As we say here in America, we'll boost your signal. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do what we can. Okay. Yes. Uh, now, okay, uh, okay, so I guess, uh, um, you know, so you do you meet most of, uh, you meet your new players uh, through the, your community? Yeah, 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 of course. So, uh, so, so how does it go? Do you, do you just say, hi, you know, this is Gabri and I'm, yeah. I, I'm looking for like three more people for my D and D <laughs> yeah, game yeah, yeah. out of yeah, this thousands exactly. of people. Is that how you do it? How many, how many exactly. responses uh, do you for, get? For example, for example, this weekend, uh, I have, uh, two sessions, one, uh, on Saturday and one on Sunday. And so the, the game on, um, on Sunday is full, uh, but, uh, I, I need three more people for my, uh, for the session on, on Saturday. And, uh, and so I write on the community and say, Hey, I'm the admin. I need the three people to play this Saturday. And so they, they come. Oh, it's what we call here. LFG looking for group. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. looking for players, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay. Uh, so, do you do campaigns, uh, or is these are like one shots? No, one shots, one shots. Because I meet uh, uh, different people every time. So um, I I tried to uh, do a campaign uh, with uh, different uh, characters and different people. Uh, in the same setting, uh, um, but uh, it's really, really difficult. Uh, uh, so I prefer to do one shots. Well, tell us why you find it difficult. Because uh, uh, mm, I, I don't like to. Uh, I don't like to make uh, vlog videos, uh, uh, records uh, in my community about my games. So um, it's difficult to show other people what uh, what uh, um, the other players uh, do in the previously uh, session. Okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, so when you do your gaming sessions, okay, are you streaming them or recording them? No, 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 no. Okay. No, all right. All. Okay. All right. Um, well, all right. Uh, that's that's uh that's that's i'm i think it's great that you're able to do that so do you have like a uh uh how 
how often do you come out with new adventures? Do you just keep do you keep circling a certain set of adventures around as you go around promoting stuff, or you know, is there a, a certain number of new adventures that you're going to run in, let's say, a six month period? Mm, I, I like to play the same adventure uh, with more groups. Um, um... More or less, I write a new a new session, a new adventure every month. Okay, I so I collect a lot of adventures, but uh, in the same period, about two three months, uh, I play two three four. Uh, same sessions to different people, uh, also to to look uh, the reactions, what they do. Uh, and uh, I play a really sandbox, okay? So the the conclusion, the the hand of the story is different every time. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so you you basically you change your adventures from session to session. Sorry. You you may you may have the same basic adventure, but you may go a different direction. In, yeah, in, yeah, you, yeah. You, you don't always follow the same script. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I change. I change. The basic adventures about uh, every two, three months. Okay. So how many sessions? I mean, it sounds like you do two sessions a week. Is that right? Yeah. Not. It depends. Basically, yes. I I do uh, one uh, on Saturday and one on Sunday. But uh, when I travel, I try to organize more than a session in a day. So often uh, in one day, I play two or three different groups. Okay, I play with two or three different groups. Okay, so you could theoretically okay. do up to six sessions in a week, right? Uh, yeah, it depends. It depends. Some weeks, uh, some weeks are two. Some weeks are six. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, what you know? What 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 do you consider to be your personal sweet spot when it comes to your own personal energy? Do you uh, you know? Do you like doing six sessions, or is that pushing yourself? Not not really. Mm, it depends by the context. Uh, if I am uh, in a in a convention or uh, in a ferry, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not hard uh, to play three uh, sessions a day. Uh, it's cool. Uh, it's really, I really enjoy it. But uh, um, maybe if I completely organize uh, by myself uh, in a place in the middle of nowhere, uh, three sessions a day, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's uh, a bit pushy. Okay, so outside of doing running game sessions in at, at a convention, where do you get together with people to run your games? Where? Where? You know, do you do it at game shops? Do you do it at comic stores? No, no, do you? No, 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 no. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, yes. Uh, you have uh, um, a lot of friends uh, here in Italy who own shops. Uh, uh, etc. But uh, uh, I prefer to organize uh, uh, in natural places, to the wild. I, I like to, to discover uh, uh, some particular place in the woods, uh, uh, maybe natural parks, of course, and uh, and and then I I play there. Oh, okay. Ah, so they in the woods, gaming in nature. So you you <laughs> yeah, find, you yeah. find like a park, you know, uh, a location, and then you contact the players and say, "Come meet yeah. me at this place, and we'll game." Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. 
You say, of course. I've never. I mean, we've had a couple of uh, gaming conventions that took place like a, as a camping experience over a weekend, but that is not at all common in America. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we mostly played out in people's houses, and um, I know, I know. You you know, know too, uh, and sometimes at, at, at game centers, if they if they are big enough and they have tables and such, but uh, get, finding a place to to play uh, in America is actually very, very hard uh, if you're not going over to somebody's house. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention finding the players. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm just so you you find some out, uh, uh, place out in the wild and uh, and they all arrive there and they look around and the first thing they say is so where's the toilets? Oh, I I yeah I have the toilet into the van. So you you let <laughs> can, you let them yeah, use you share. let use your van toilet, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can share I can share with people if they if they need if they need. Well, I fi- I figure if you're doing a long session, it probably will happen. Do do they uh, <laughs> do you supply the uh, uh, the drinks and the munchies, or the, are they expected to bring that sort of stuff? Uh, okay, I I don't ask uh, money or anything. Okay, but yeah. If uh, they if they can if they bring uh, some beer, it's okay. It's cool. <laughs> okay, uh, but you know, otherwise, do you as a GM, you 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 would supply a certain amount, right? Considering that you know, if they're out in the wild, they don't, they can't suddenly turn around and say, "Hey, uh, I'm just going to go over to the seven, to the uh, the local convenience store and and buy some stuff, and I'll be right back." Sorry. Can you repeat? Okay, I'm saying this is it. I'm just trying to imagine the session that you're having out in the wild. Okay, and every everybody understands that that there's not going to be any facilities and that they need to bring whatever they want to eat or drink because you're you know you're not require you know you're not asking them to bring stuff, but if they want it, they have to bring it. You know, uh, you're 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 there you're there to run the game. And, and 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 provide the location, you know, and uh, for no charge. Okay, so they have to basically take care of themselves if they want any refreshments. Is that is that the way it goes? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, uh, in Italy is uh, really common uh, uh, where uh, when you when you go uh, to meet friends uh, to take a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's good. You know. Uh, <laughs> You know, may, may, maybe some of my, my gamers will listen to that and say, "Hey, you know, maybe we should bring some drinks and snacks to the game." Yeah, because they're always like, you know, "Hey, Bruce, you know, can I, can I open this bag of chips in your pantry?" And you're like, "What are you doing in my pantry?" They're all, yeah, they're they're a bunch yeah. of mon- um, you know moochers is what they are. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, okay, uh, well that's that's uh, that's great. Uh, now, uh, uh, if, if if there's inclement weather, okay, um, considering you do tend to go in places out in the wild, do you do you uh, have a fallback location that you might go to, or is mm, is it just canceled? No, 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 no. I, I it depends. Uh, some players, when uh, the weather is bad. Uh, they cancel the, themselves, okay? But uh, uh, it's not a problem uh, because uh, at the table in my van, we can stay about six. Oh, okay. So what's, oh, your, yeah, norm- so- what's your normal group size when you do um, a, a demo? When you, when you run one uh, of your sessions? It's about uh, the, the, the normal size, the common size uh, is about three, four players. Okay, and then but, you. Yeah, and uh, more uh, me. Yeah. 
Okay, well, you know, that's uh, Gary Gygax would, would would agree because he he originally designed D and D to be four players. You know, fighter, mage, yeah, yeah, no, you, know, you know, know, rogue, uh, and uh, cleric. So, uh, I I know that. Uh, <laughs> Um, kind of the magic number, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, then they added subclasses, and then it was always like, uh, and then now there's like what eight or ten classes that's in D and D five fifth edition. It's a lot. <laughs> Plus, yeah, it's oh, a lot. It's a lot. Right. Okay. So, uh, what's the what's the worst weather you've ever like gamed in? Worst weather. Yeah. What's the worst weather that you you said? Oh, I'm going to game anyways. And it's like you know, was there tornadoes coming by? It was oh, this, no. was this you know, was it hailing and sleeting? I I, I don't know uh, when when it it rains uh, uh, ice. Uh, I, I don't know the term. Uh, Sleet. Sleet. Uh, yeah. uh, hail. Yeah. Hail is when frozen ice falls from the sky. But if it's frozen yeah. rain, yeah, we call it sleet. Yeah. So sleet. Okay. Ah, that's it. Yeah, because you know, on one hand, it sounds like, well, I'll just go, we'll just drive out of it. But then they they all have their own cars, so I guess you could have a ragtag fugitive fleet of cars trying to find <laughs> some place outside the weather. But uh, yeah, because uh, you know, I, I can just see you here. You are, and uh, and and all of a sudden, it just starts pounding down on the the roof of that that transit. <laughs> Is, yeah. and, and they're always like saying, "What did you say? Roll what?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, well, uh, it, that sounds all very, very exciting. Okay, so um, since uh, you know you have a table, so does that mean you don't use any virtual tabletops while you play? No. What, are, what are the tools? Hey, what are the tools you use to develop your games? Uh, so what 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 do you what do you feel are your essential tools for developing your adventures and running your games? A pen and paper. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, um, I I don't I don't use a lot of tool. I I, I used them in the past, but now uh, I like essential. I, I use a lot of uh, tables uh, in the handbooks because uh, uh, I like to play mostly. Uh, OSR uh, old school Renaissance games. So there are uh, a lot of casual dice throw and uh, casual places, casual encounters, uh, etc. But I basically write with pen and paper. Okay. So, um, so do, do, you know, are your are is your tables and your references are they actually physical books that you just like spread out across your table and and work yeah. up your adventures? Okay. So you don't like uh, so you don't do anything. Uh, uh, on a computer, right? No, mm, I use uh, my cell phone to put music. Stop. That's it. Well, we're big fans of uh, using, you know, uh, uh, increasing the the ambience, you know, uh, by using music. We have a whole podcast episode uh, on on basically adding music uh, to, to enhance your game. So, yeah. uh, if you like, you can always check on our, uh, our our podcast site and check out that episode because they had the, we had a, uh, Andre. What was his last name? Andre Krupa. Yeah, using props, music. Oh no, he he was great. Yeah, I yeah. remember him. He's a real expert on that. And he gave us a lot of really great ideas. So, okay. <laughs> do you use uh, Do you use something like Cinescape? I don't uh, uh, because I play uh, all my games remotely. So we're all on the mm -hmm. internet, and, and we use Skype 
So it's hard to add music to Skype because Skype mm -hmm. is is constantly trying to eliminate outside sounds. It's, right, yeah. it, it does all this, you know, uh, sound suppression, and so it's really hard to get yeah, it to yeah, ignore yeah, yeah. that. You know, um, and and it may be that I just haven't delved deeply enough into the settings at all because I know that the sound suppression supposedly can ignore some some things like music, but. Anyways, uh, most of the time we don't we don't do that. I if I use a sound effect, I'm literally using it. You know, you know, like I could play, like as you said, like on a phone where I could do that. You know, and, and since you have no remote players, uh, I don't have to ask you questions like, what do you do when somebody doesn't sh if someone has problems, technical problems with their connection. You know, we because well, you you don't do that. I, I, <laughs> I hate you to, it's a, yeah, it's uh, traffic. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever had anybody said, hey, you know, I'll just, uh, how about if I just crash here in your van tonight after one of your sessions? So, sorry. I, 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 you know, since you you do these, you do like to go to places that are out of the way, you know, and when, what time of day do you, uh, and you have like three different, you say you might have up to three different sessions in a day. So does, do any of these sessions go late at night? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Do, has anybody said, you know, it's really dark out there. I'm not sure I can find my way out. You know, how about if I just crash here till morning? Does that ever happen? Sometimes, uh, but uh, when, uh, when it happens, uh, we, we are Organized and uh, people bring tents. Okay. Oh, Maybe. okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so All they're right. they're they're prepared. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we are prepared. We are prepared. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, we uh, we we don't think that gaming is you know uh, it, it belongs to any particular gender, but it's always interesting to to find out. Do you have a uh, what do you, would you say is is the percentage of males versus females that you have at your sessions? Not so different. Uh, it's about uh, sixty percent uh, males, forty uh, percent uh, females. Oh, that's actually pretty okay. high. Uh, yeah, 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 it's high. It's high. Uh, here in Italy, in the late five six years, the the groups of uh, of players uh, change a lot. There are a lot of new players due to fight edition of course now you know do you have uh do you have sessions that might have all women yeah 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 especially in uh in conventions that's interesting to me that at a convention you'd actually have all women there because uh, i guess they all must get together and sign up together <laughs> at the convention yeah. okay yeah right. yeah yeah Groups, yeah. So now you mentioned uh, that you do like you know the old school stuff. So uh, besides Five E, what what are the different versions of D and D that you run? I in the past two three years uh, I didn't run D and D at all. I run mostly stuff like uh, Kairn. Do you know? Could you, uh, could you repeat it? Kairn. Kairn. C A E. R N. Karn. Karen, I, no, I can't say we I, I'm not familiar with that. Tell us about it. It's a uh, it's a game uh, an old school one. Uh, the D20 system. Really, really simple. It comes from Knave. It's uh, like Knave, but but more simple. Okay, so is it, it it's is it like a medieval fantasy role playing game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, medieval fantasy, of course, and. Uh, I really like uh, um, another one, uh, Morkborg. Do you know? Morkborg? Morkborg, yeah. 
that's you know that that's ringing a bell in my head, but I can't think of it. So tell me about that one. Uh, it's another another uh, uh, old school D and D like, uh, also the uh, twenty system rollover, the classic, and it's uh, the adventure uh, are in a world which is going to the apocalypse. Uh, the world is ending. Okay. Um, so it's still medieval fantasy, but the world is ending. Yeah, dark, dark medieval fantasy. Really, really, really green dark. So um, how I'm on the site. I'm seeing the art and everything. Yeah, no, he, he's dead on with this. Yeah. yeah. So how dark do you go? How dark I go? Yeah. A lot. A I lot. Mean, <laughs> you know, do, do, do you go all the way to bone crunching horror? Or yeah, know. yeah, I, I really like uh, green dark fantasy, and uh, most of my game uh, go in this direction. So no, no happy endings in your in your adventures, right? No, 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 no. I really like uh, uh, the total party kill, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, I, uh, it's difficult to explain. I uh, managed to write a situation in my adventures where uh, um, a lot of people are going to do the same thing, like uh, a new dungeon is discovered and all the people are going into this dungeon, okay? Uh -huh. So uh, when uh, a character dies, another one uh, rise from nowhere, okay? Because uh, everyone went into the dungeon. And uh, uh, when uh, when there is a total party kill, it's the same. So we, the party, can uh, arrive at the end of the story, but not the same party uh, that start. Okay, so you expect to have a certain amount of substitution during the adventure. Yeah. So how many? So when when you're talking to your players, how many characters do you tell them to make up ahead of time? How many characters? Sir? Yeah, because since you know they're going to be at a session and some of them may die, you know, do they get to bring in new characters at that point? Yeah. Okay, then how many characters do you tell the players to have ready, so, just in case? No, 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 no. Uh, in these games, Cairn, uh, Markborg, Nave, White Box, um, which is a sort of uh, Dungeons and Dragon white box, but rewrited in uh, old school Renaissance style. There are uh, always uh, generators of characters, okay? So um, players uh, simply with the cell phone can generate uh, a character, another one, another one, etc. Oh, so oh. you have a, oh, I get it. So you get an, you have an app that just, okay, crank on a new character, it's ready to go. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. what's the name of that app again? The app, uh, they, have, they are a generator for the games, uh, uh, for the specific games, uh, you can find Scumberter uh, uh, for uh, Markborg, uh, simply Kyrne character generator for Kyrne, etc. Okay, so all right, so you know when I asked you if you used any online tools, it was your answer was no, but it turns out that your players need them. <laughs> the player, not yeah, not you. Okay, <laughs> uh, you. Yeah. That's what we're just trying to. Uh, so that's that's how you get them back in the game is by having them just generate up a character and and uh, on the spot apparently. <laughs> yeah. So nobody nobody gets to bring in his identical twin brother, you know, who's looking who's looking for some justice, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. That that's that why am I remind why am I reminded of the scene in uh, one of the. Uh, Gamers movies where the guys. Oh got yeah, the pile of. Uh, the... Oh, you know that one. Just yeah, yeah, of, of course, of course. 
the pile of bars. Yeah. Yeah, the bar. I know, I know. I've yeah. seen, I've seen all the gamers uh, more times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're uh, I, I am a big fan of uh, uh, yeah. or Orpheus Entertainment uh, and all their stuff. Uh, you know, the gamers, uh, uh, Journey Quest. There's another one that's on YouTube, which is called uh, One for All, which I think I, I think is know. well, you might want to check it out. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they. They they are always like pointing out these kinds of things. They have a uh, uh, an elvish fighter, and they've got a tiefling mage who only can, who only wants to throw fireball all the time, no matter what, you know. And they've got this bard who's more likely to seduce the lich than to fight him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, <clears throat> I've done some uh, uh, t-shirts for my community. Okay. Uh, with uh, jokes, uh, the most common jokes uh, uh, on my community, of my community. And uh, uh, one of them is uh, the, the famous, uh, I don't ask uh, how big is the room. Uh, I, I just say I cast fireball in, in yep. Italian, of course. <laughs> yep, yep, we have those t-shirts here. Yep, I get yeah. it. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know, I know. I, I design mine, but uh, I know. <laughs> Right. So yeah, I, I like the old days where fireball filled a certain cubic feet, and so you know you'd like be blasting it halfway through the dungeon when you went into a ten foot by ten foot room and set it off. You know now they go out twenty foot radius and stop no matter what. <laughs> so, which does you know does make it easier for the GM and prevent those total party kills, but you know. I just like the we you know I, I, old school way. I like the fact that you had to think about what you were doing with that fireball you know, before you set it off. It was uh, you were you were equally likely to get burned. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me see here. Um, all right. So uh, outside of um, so in Italy itself, where where are the um, RPG hotbeds? You know, if 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 I decided to go to Italy or any other country around there and say, "Hey, I want to go vacationing, but I'm a gamer, so I also want to like go someplace that has you know lots of gaming going on," where where would you recommend? Okay, for sure, uh, you you have to go in um, in Florence. There is a, a really big shop um, called Stratagemma with a lot of rarities. Okay, uh, a lot of uh, uh, books uh, and books uh, you can't find uh, anywhere here in Italy, of course. A lot of stuff uh, from USA. Um, lot of people playing. Okay, in this in this shop. But uh, uh, the most important convention here is yeah is Modena Play uh, in Modena. Modena Play is the name. Is the largest convention, but um, solely dedicated to board games and role play games okay mm -hmm. uh, there are there are not uh, uh, cosplayers uh, comics uh, video games only board games board games and role play games car games of course okay well that so it would be what we would call a niche convention it is a specific hobby or two okay it, it's right. what gen con used to be ah <laughs> uh, yeah 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 i i i heard a lot about uh, gen con yeah, well, I, I've been going to Gen Con for for many decades, and uh, it uh, you know originally it was it it, it, it you know it was ninety percent D and D, 
uh, and and a little and a little bit of and I should say ninety percent. It was let's say seventy percent D and D, and then twenty percent war games with figures. You know that you moved around on tables. Yeah. You know, and then another ten percent that was all the other games that that people were out there. You know, producing and such. You know, uh, and. And then later on, they started adding in um, like seminars, and they started adding in uh, music, and you know it's it's basically turned into what we call now what we refer to as a media con. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Italy, we have uh, a really, really, really big one like this: uh, Luca Comics and Games, but is uh, one of the biggest in the world. Really, really, really big. But uh, you can find everything, really, everything. So, uh, you know, is it like for you a given that you're always going to be going to that uh, convention and um, that you just mentioned? That's the that's all gaming. Do you do that every single year? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and when you do that, I mean, are um, you know, are do you have like a uh, a whole thing for your community? I mean, is it you know, you you're, are you do you have like a table or a uh, a booth where you're promoting your community, or are you just there as a uh, as a player GM? I, I used to have uh, also really big spaces uh, in these conventions, but uh, uh, since I started to travel around uh, with the van, stopped uh, a little this kind of activities because uh, you know these conventions, uh, these conventions uh, don't need uh, more people i don't know to explain uh, they have already a lot of people i i can't uh, give more people with my activity uh, going around with the van etc so and and also it's really difficult uh, uh, to place the van in the context of the conventions okay so since i started to to travel around uh, um, i stopped a little to to have big spaces for my community in these conventions but done uh, a lot of time uh, in the past a lot of times in the past so when did you start this your your van life yeah when it's about uh, one year and a half ago okay so after covid was over or i mean did covid have a big impact on this on the community not really not really not uh, everyone in the community understand this project. I don't know to explain. Uh, the community is very large and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of topics, uh, a lot of flame, <laughs> a lot of uh, discussions, etc. But uh, a lot of meetings, too, uh, between uh, players. Uh, they... I, I, I've also made a, a tool we called Find a Player. Uh, it's an online tool um, which uh, is useful to, to find other people in Italy to play. And so um, the community, I don't know, um, they, they meet uh, each other, uh, but uh, um, they follow the activity of the community but this project in particular, it's, it's really hard to uh, explain to the community what I'm doing. I, I don't know why, but uh, they don't know. Oh, I'm not surprised uh, at all. <laughs> Pe yeah, people yeah, who it, do what really you hard. do seem pretty incomprehensible to a lot of people here in America. Yeah, the idea of saying, hey, I'm just going to travel around, do my job, 
and uh, and and live in a van, and they're all like, "So you're homeless?" Is what you're saying? And you're like, "No, yeah. no, my home is my van." They yeah, don't. A they, lot of people here, yeah, a, a lot of people here in this country, they're just now taking to the van life. You know, they get want to get off the grid. They're tired of paying rent and mortgages. My best friend Lil is in North Carolina with her husband, and they're going to start doing this. But it's still yeah. very new here in America. Yeah. Yeah, uh, year two, year two. So. Uh, so uh, may, maybe I wasn't specific enough in the question I was asking. I, I'm saying is it just just you know we've just gone through the whole pandemic here in the United States. I just wanted to find uh, for you to basically say, you know, how did co did, did did the pandemic affect gaming in your country? You know. Oh, it was a really really strange because the sales of handbooks. Uh, and games was uh, had a boom okay really a lot of people start to uh, play to buy uh, handbooks and uh, um, a very very large part of the community italian community not my community uh, start to play. Uh, when uh, the the pandemics uh, uh, end, mm, very few people uh, con uh, continue to play, okay? And uh, there was a boom and uh, a really, really uh, few people now. It's strange. It was almost like they, it was just something that they, they did because they couldn't go out and do other things. Yeah, 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 of course. We, we, we still, uh, uh, you know, here in America, you know, they, uh, we're... People, you know, for all the people who don't live in vans, okay, we a lot of us have these big televisions, and a lot of us are saying, "Why well, go out to the theaters? We got this big screen television, and we've got surround sound, and we can just rent the movie and watch it on our screen." And and all of the people yeah. in Hollywood are like, "I don't know whether we're making any money or not." Yes, <laughs> they can't figure yeah. it out, you know, and so it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, but you're the same. Mm. Okay. All right. So, uh, so as you go running around the place, does that give you any time to date? Sorry. Do you have? Do you? Is there a a uh, a significant other in your life? Oh, uh, yes, but uh, she she doesn't live with with me. Okay, we meet uh, we meet uh, sometimes. <laughs> is she a gamer, or is that something that she leaves to you and? And you guys do other things when you're when you're spending time she's, together. She, she she's a gamer, uh, but uh, uh, most about video games, not uh, okay. not so much uh, about uh, tabletop roleplay games. Okay, yeah. Uh, the, uh, according to the statistics, uh, like fifty percent of the video gamers are women. So it's, yeah. it's there's more you know there's more of the uh, so anybody who thinks that video gaming is is a male dominated area is sorely wrong when it comes to video games yeah, now yeah, I know, tabletop I, I think we're still the 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 guys are are there's more of them physically but there's no yeah it, it has the number of women and we'll get into this non-binary gamers and whatnot that has increased greatly it's still a male-dominated hobby but not as much anymore and i'm glad for that because no no, no not much oh, anymore yeah, yeah yeah we you know and and i'm i'm very glad that that the game you know the game producers and designers have made you know a concerted effort to make you know the mm -hmm. to make these games you know equally uh attractive to whatever 
you know, gender you are, you know, and that yeah. because, um, you know, it's all, I, I find it a lot more interesting playing with a lot of different people. And uh, when it was just a bunch of, you know, but, but just my friends who were living in our cul-de-sac, <laughs> in, uh, in, 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 in my case, white bread America, <laughs> There wasn't a you know there wasn't a whole lot of diversity coming out in our play. It was mostly like, well, you know, what makes you different from that guy? Well, I'm a cleric, and yeah, well, I'm a fighter, or I'm an elf, (laughs) and they're all like, oh, elves, you're the pretty one, aren't you? No, (laughs) that's the dwarf, and the dwarf's like, you better believe it. And he's, but he, yes, but he, look at this beer. you know, he's, yeah, well, he, he, he shows off his guns and by guns, I mean his, his, his biceps in America that could be easily misinterpreted. Yeah. <laughs> that statement. Yeah. Are you playing shadow run now? Or something? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, uh, or you can't have dwarves with guns. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you can. You definitely have arms that are guns. I always like the, uh, the one thing in, uh, I think it was uh, cyberpunk where they had a they had a mechanized like attack animal that was in your leg and you could like activate it and it would your leg would open up and it would leap out and attack somebody and i was just like you have this like feral robotic squirrel in your thigh that you like send out to, to cause trouble is that right it's like like and they're like yes you know with that big wild-eyed red look that you know Showing that they had way too many, you know, uh, robotic uh, attachments put onto their bodies, uh, a cyber psychosis going on. But anyways, <laughs> you know, we we uh, uh, we uh, yeah, we like to we like to uh, brag about all the weird and different things that we've done too. So, okay, um, so let me just say, do the standard like if you were doing a job interview in ten years. You know, where do you see yourself? Oh, okay. So start at the beginning. <laughs> okay. I start this journey. Um, in fact, uh, uh, due to some uh, health problem, okay, related uh, um, to pollution in my hometown, okay. And uh, instead of taking out uh, a loan, uh, maybe for a house in the woods, okay, I decided to, to buy the van uh, and travel around. Okay, uh, so I don't think this uh, will uh, do forever. I I I win. I won't do this forever. Okay, ten years. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe I can do uh, this kind of life for five, six, seven years. I don't know. But uh, at the time, uh, I will I will find a place to live. Okay. Well, you know, it's that's fine. You know, people have different things. Every seven years of my life, I've redefined myself. So there's no reason why you should feel like you have to keep doing this. You know, I you know, I know there's some people that they just, you know, they, they, they get their van, you know, they basically inherit their van <laughs> practically, you know, and then they just live it, you know, that life, the rest of their lives. And they're, you hear, see them on YouTube and Facebook and in the, the cheap van life. And, and I'm like, you know, more power to you, you know, that, that you're happy doing that, you know. But uh, yeah, I I always you know I have a lot of stuff and I keep looking around saying yeah. I got to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> I mean I would it would be hard you know I, I would have to go through some serious uh, um, uh, triage purging yeah, yeah purging to get rid of the stuff that I could go live in a van. I'm serious. I have seriously considered it. Uh, my my wife, however. Uh, <laughs> Has, has made it clear that uh, that that she she 
you know, when I asked her, do you like to go camping? And she says, yes. And then I found out she meant go to a motel. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a gamer back in the day. Her name was Maddie. She and her husband Donald were in my group. Donald looked at me and said, yeah, roughing it for Maddie is 24-hour room service. I'm like, I look at Maddie and she just looked at me like, I'm not denying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, well, uh, so, uh, Gabri, do you have any questions for us since you know, we're podcasters and all? Is there anything yeah. you'd like to know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Because, uh, as I said, uh, I played uh, um, online sessions uh, in the past, but uh, I can't get passionate about playing uh, uh, remote, okay? How do you do it? Okay. Um, well, <laughs> that's the question. Sure. Okay. So for me, I mean, first of all, you know, uh, I have players all over the country, so therefore we can't get together. So everyone's yeah. buying into it, okay? Um, I, I, I think that the biggest problem people run into are mixed things where they have, you know, a, couple, a bunch of people around a table and then they have a computer set up with somebody who's there virtually. And sometimes the people who are there virtually feel like they don't get, you know, the people don't interact with them like they're there. Okay. So, mm -hmm. but when we're all virtual, then um, it, it's, you know, it, it basically comes down to uh, how engaged are you in the story? If you're playing a game system where, you know, you have these long periods of time before your turn comes up again, then there's a, it's really easy for people to get distracted and start doing other things, you know, and, and, and we... And we do have players in our group that basically, uh, you know, we're like, okay, John, it's your turn. John, are you there? <laughs> yeah. And and John will, you know, and John's been muted for like the past 10 minutes, you know, and he, oh, yeah, I was busy cooking dinner. So John has no idea what's going on in the adventure at that moment, okay, because he wasn't, you know. But uh, anyways, uh, so there's that. There's some, uh, you have to be, uh, basically what I think is, is that you, you have to be willing to to um, repeat yourself a lot, uh, but you also have to be willing to give them a lot of latitude to try to make them awesome, make what they want to do work, okay? And sometimes that means you use a system that's a bit more heroic because D&D, &D, for all their talk, isn't that heroic of a system uh, because it's, you know, most of the time you always have to roll a 15 or better to do anything. We, uh, I play, most of the games I played have been, recently has been Savage Worlds, where oh really nice and and is all you have to most of the time all you have to do is roll four okay on a uh, on whatever size die you have and you have these things called bennies which are chits that you allow you to re-roll so if you want to do something it's pretty easy for you to be able to actually get that to happen so you can you could challenge yourself. You can say, "Hey, you know, I want to do this crazy thing," and then all I all I ever do is say, "Okay, narrate to us what is happening." You know, now you know, and I don't use like a, a tabletop like roll twenty or something like that. We just it's all theater of the mind for us. So he's yeah, like, they're saying, cool. uh, "I'm uh, I'm," and sometimes I, I have to narrate it for them because they don't get it. But they'll do something like they'll say, "All right, I pull out my flamethrower and I just start hosing everybody." You know, it's like okay, uh, and then I says, "Oh, and people are getting doused with the thing. They're screaming, you know, and and, and small children are." running across 
crying for their mothers. They're like, what? What, what about this? You didn't tell me there were small children here. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you didn't ask either, did you? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a group. I say there's a group of humans moving towards you. But I didn't say what their age range were. So they're like, oh, man, you should have told me. But, yeah, most of the time I don't, I don't like blinds. Uh, I, I, this one particular player, I like to tease him. So, uh uh, because he doesn't pay attention. <laughs> so, but anyways, uh, but uh, uh, another game we play on Sundays, we use the Roll20 system. And so they're, we're moving around on So instead of there being a table, we're all around. We all moved our little markers around on the map that's up on the screen. And I've got a big screen television, so it's really easy to do that. And, and uh, I sit there and roll my dice physically. I don't I don't use a dice roller or something like that. And we've got all the books sitting around. So, you know, if you like the books, you can have the books. If you want them all online, yeah, yeah. like Trav does, <laughs> he'll mention that in a oh, second. Oh, no. Yeah. Then, we, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I use mostly PDFs. Right. My laptop is my baby. Right. And Bruce has a fair inkling. It's, it's the joke, running joke. We have folders of folders of folders. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, yeah. He and I get, got first game together, what, 2011, Rich's Wedding? Weekend? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he just saw the folders upon folder. And he's like, holy, well, you know, I got to store them somewhere. It's easier than carrying a big book bag. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't carry a big um, book bag. Yeah, uh, well, I got the computer case now that's good to go. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I yeah, me, Jonathan, and Bruce all have our separate campaigns and everything. And okay, it, it's, yeah, I run four bi-weekly campaigns so every wow. bi-weekly thursday saturday and then on the alternating weeks every bi-weekly friday sunday so, so he's gaming every, he's gaming two games every week yeah and it it's the planning is the hard part running them is easy it's finding time okay i got a plan oh crap what did we do two weeks ago oh it was a holiday what did we do a month ago and I got to, because, and it, we're all on like Facebook group chats. I'm having to, t you know, type the people, okay, what did we do in the last session? It's been a month, you know, just, <laughs> yeah, it gets a little, plus I have other activities I do. So running the four games, it, it's, it, it gets a little tight sometimes, but yeah. And because of the pandemic, we had to learn to do virtual gaming. I think the only yeah, person yeah, I had, yeah, my, my girlfriend, Jennifer, who we've had on the podcast here a couple of times, a couple of years back was probably the only gamer that I had in-house for two and a half years. Everybody else was on Skype or Discord. And I've just now gotten back to gaming in person again. And my, my girlfriend, Jennifer, nickname is Fur. She looked at me and she she noticed I missed the in-house because she looked at me across my gaming table and says, you don't just GM, dear, you perform. And again, I looked at her, I said, no lies detected. Yeah, because she's in three of my campaigns out of the four. So, yeah, she's picked up on how I do things by now. But, yeah, um, I do all Pathfinder First Edition, which is compatible with OGL, so D&D 3035. And I use a lot of the third-party stuff, so that's where all the PDFs and folders come from. So that's my engine of choice. Yeah. So usually it, it's like kind of the go-to for that. I mean, Bruce used it in the past. He's just moved on to Savage Worlds and 5e. But usually when we fall back on OGL, it's like, Trav, what do you got for this one? Yeah, you know, like, what is there, an, is there a PDF for that? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's the whole reason why we came out with some D20 editions of our favorite games was because we knew there was thousands of uh, supplements that had been made for D20, you know, uh, 3.0 and 3. 3.5 and just be really easy to add that in without having you know 
it was just a way of leveraging your game, and uh, yeah, and it's something that Five E doesn't have uh, unless you're willing to do the work to basically take those three E games and uh, upgrade the the you know the supplements to be able to be helpful in those settings. So I, I have found stuff that'll help to Five E. It's like third party stuff. Somebody made it, and, but yeah, it's I looked at it. And I'm like, eh, okay, I think I could eyeball this, but yeah, it just it, it it's it takes some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. John. Oh, okay, uh, jo- <laughs> Jonathan. What, what's you know? T- tell them about tell them about your online experience. I have not really done much online. Um, back when my uh, son was was on the way, uh, I, I looked into using um, that Fantasy Grounds virtual tabletop, and I I, I joined a I think it was a, a Discord community called uh, Fantasy Grounds College that. It was a community just to help people learn how to play or DM in that. And I had fun for like the few sessions we ran as as part of, of, of learning to use it. But in, at the end, I, I enjoy face-to-face. I'm not against um, virtual and remote, but like like you've said, Bruce, like, you know, usually I, I ended up in mixed groups where it was like me and a bunch of people around a table and then one person on Skype. And it, yeah, it just never worked out well. So I always... It's difficult, really yeah. difficult. So I always kind of default to to in person, and and recently my experience has been like running one shots at the local game store. Well, it's if you you know, I, I mean, uh, one of the reasons that I am still virtual is because I, these are games that I started you know many years ago, <laughs> and the, the campaigns have continued for all before, yeah. they were before the pandemic, through the pandemic. You know, the players come and go, but the games continue. Okay, so uh, I'm in nice. some ways I'm a, I'm I'm a forever GM, and so as a result is that you know I I do pick up players that are all over the country uh, because these games are not the most popular games like Five E, uh, but I think they're the the greatest games around. And as a result, then is it when. You know, now when we start talking about things like, you know, hey, you know, getting together on the table uh, on a real table, then the question is like, well, okay, where are we going to do it? Because you guys are spread out. You know, uh, our D and D game is all people in Atlanta, but some of them are forty miles away. You know, is there a spot halfway <laughs> that we can all go together and get together and play at? Okay, for most of them, they're like, it's a lot easier for them to all play virtually. Because they don't have to. Once the game session is over, by the way, they can just shut it off and go to bed, or they, you know, they don't have to travel in order to to do that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, and we, and I, I'm, I've said before, I'm perfectly happy to allow people to come in remotely because, and I know the challenge is there because I've done it remotely in other people's games. So, uh, uh, but unlike some people, I don't, I'm not shy. So when, you know, I want to say something, I'm like, hey, GM. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and the GM you know, can either say, okay, hold on, I'll get to you. Or they say, what, Bruce? And then I'm like, this is what we should do, everybody. And then that way I have everybody's attention. And so it can be done, but it takes the person who's remote has to, has to take it upon themselves to engage with the other people around the table because they're not going to naturally do it. But it can be done. It's just, it's just, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a commitment you have to make to what kind of experience do you want to have at the gaming table. Some people are just there to, to just 
smooth with friends, and there and the game and the game is just there as the as the social lubricant. Okay, other people, yeah. are, you know, they they're there because their character is there. Wherever their character goes, they just have to follow. <laughs> You know, and so that's what they care about, and you know, to, sometimes to to you know to br causing rifts between friendships. You know, I've seen that happen. You know, so I've seen it all over the years. But uh, the biggest challenges I, I find is that people, you know, in a virtual situation, they they don't have a lot of those. Unless you're even when you have the cameras on, uh, where everyone's seeing each other on screen, there's still the problem where you know you're not picking up. You know, you're not, you know, each other's expressions and stuff. And so when the other person is like unhappy about something, if they're right across the table, you might notice that and say something about it. And as a GM who's busy trying to look up, look at stuff on screens and books, I'm not looking at everyone's face all the time. Nobody can like reach over and like smack me one. <laughs> they have to say something. You have to use their words. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people have trouble doing that. But you know, I'm willing to do. I'm willing to do it because that way I have a, a full table, and uh, we have to. We have these awesome game sessions that nobody else in the world are are probably having because it's all it's it's a game that's not ver, not very uh, well known and and it's unusual. It, it takes uh, it takes uh, people to step up and play the game. So, anyways, so that's my experience. Uh, uh, Jonathan basically doesn't have any experience with it except for a little, you know, yeah. a couple of one shots. I, mean, I, I like playing like board and card yeah. games virtually through like tabletop simulator, but yeah, right. when it comes yeah. to yeah. RPGs, I gotta, I, I, again, I'm a performer. I mean, I have an actor degree. I gotta get up and move around. And he actually act. is in plays locally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We I haven't gone out to see any of his productions yet, but I keep saying I got to get over there because like three hours away. Well, that's that's <laughs> you know for me, what did for you me say, Jonathan, when you drive maybe two thirty two forty five, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What you need to do for, for example for example for me it's really really difficult to sit down. When uh, when I GM, it's really really hard. I I have to uh, stand up. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm that way too, Gabriel. Yeah. I I I, I, I fortunately would you know would be very uh would be able to survive in a spaceship very well because you know one one of those tin cans where if you move to move the wrong direction you fire the retro thrusters and go spitting off into the sun. I just you know, I I just sit there <laughs> with my arms crossed and and just talk you know and 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 do it all okay. do it all with my words. So yeah. I don't have that that problem with that. The uh, but I know I have so many players who are like that. You know that they just you see them jumping around on the screen or or <laughs> that's one. Sometimes we don't even put the screens on so they can jump around and walk around their chairs and things like that. So yeah, okay. Uh, well, uh, uh, we've we've done our hour. Thank you very much yeah. for all you told us. Is there? Um, Anything you want to leave us with? Any parting words that uh, I don't know? Do you do you have a, a philosophy of life that you want to promote? Oh no 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 no! <laughs> is 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 gaming like the most important thing in your life? Maybe maybe, maybe. yes. Uh, Ga gaming is life. It's not just a th it's just not a game. Maybe 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 I. I 
I, I spent a really lot of years uh, to for, for the game for uh, for the role play game. So yeah, it's it, it's more than a passion, almost life. Yeah, you're talking but, to three. Uh, you're, you're talking to three gaming lifers over here. <laughs> so we know oh, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, we. But uh, but uh, for me, it's really important. Uh, the concept. Uh, it's only a game. Okay, you have to enjoy it. It's mm. a game. Okay, you can spend all the life uh, gaming. It's cool. It's good. But uh, it's a game. I don't know how to explain. Uh, I think we understand. Of, yeah, a lot of people uh, go really over. I don't know. Uh, it's difficult. They, they <laughs> let, the ga- they let the, their you passions understand. consume them. Yeah. yeah they don't yeah, just enjoy the game. The, the game basically, you know, rules them. So, you know, we, we don't want to take our gaming passions into some kind of obsession. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. That. For for example, for example, uh, I think uh, the GM uh, is uh, just another player, not uh, a mystical figure, like a god. Shh, shh, shh. My players will hear. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's only another player. So, yeah, it's a game. Take it easy. Enjoy. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Gambria. And I... You, you stayed up extra late for us, and we appreciate it. And we'll yes, be, thank you. We'll be glad, uh, and we'll let you know when this thing drops, so you can be uh, you can hear all your words of wisdom come back to haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million million worlds out there, so go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. No commercial reproduction and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. You can listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on DementiaRadio.org. Also, the professor and I are each now on Twitch. For me, it's twitch.tv slash trav31369, Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern with campaign notes. The professor is at twitch.tv slash professorpixie. Please check her page for time and date.